0: Honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on thesportstuff.com and also brought to you by the Oddman Media Network. Here are your hosts, Paladino, Joey and Marcus the Forecaster. Logan Timberwolves fans, are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I'm your host, Pal Dino Joey, or Joey Oweigen. Timberwolves explosion is available on thesportstuff.com, iTunes, Stitcher, and Double Twist. Great to have you on board once again today. Well, 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 my, my, my. Well, my, my, my. Hmm. You guys uh, stopped playing basketball and then you just kind of woke up, didn't you? Hmm, well, (laughs) Lieutenant Joe Kenda, ID Channel. Some of you that may watch that, those piercing blue eyes, he just stares at you like, uh, yeah, I know you're the killer. I know who you are, right? (laughs) I just love that look he does. But yeah, these guys just, uh, well, we got five games to talk about. We're going to probably be very brief on the first three because they were just kind of poopy games. Uh, The Dallas game, the Wolves only lost by 10. Only lost by 10, right? But it was real poopy. Uh, Clipper game, same yeah, it's just like a double version of the Dallas game. Kind of double icky. Uh, Wednesday, March the 30th. Uh, but yeah, we got some interesting stuff to talk about in the final two. Mostly the fourth game. That's kind of just slightly the game of the week. And you know, I used to just kind of randomly say that as I would do the game reviews. Like, this is definitely the game of the week. I, I just kind of stopped doing that, even though I didn't, you know, I certainly didn't mean to. It just happened. So, yeah, <laughs> there's always a the best game out of the out of the group. Even though sometimes you get got some icky weeks. Uh, we left off with the Phoenix game March the 28th. The Wolves won that one at home, which was nice. Uh, one other thing I should note really quick before I even forget to mention it. It looks like regardless of, yeah, regardless of how the final three games finish off, the Timberwolves will have the fifth most ping pong balls in the NBA draft lottery. So yeah, uh, once again, we'll be in the draft lottery. Probably most likely for the last time for a long time long time. Um, we've been very well acquainted with the NBA Draft Lottery. That's not trying to be a smartass. It's something fun to look forward to every June. I mean, I enjoy it, rather than sitting and waiting and waiting for the 25th pick, and then it's, you know, I don't know, eh, you know. <laughs> it's one of those guys that maybe he'll do something, maybe won't. Sometimes you get some really nice players down there, too, though. Um, Darren Collison, I think, is a nice player, who we saw last night. Kind of been a little bit of a journeyman. A little bit, but he's a nice little backup point guard in the league, if not a starter. So let's get on with it. March the 30th, the Wolves host the LA Clippers and ninety nine seventy nine. I mean, mm, I kind of thought the Wolves might win this one, and they didn't. Uh, the Clippers are back on the winning streak. They're back uh, on the warpath for the Wolves, I suppose. The flop city, flop, flop city, as Marcus the Forecaster calls it, Wesley Johnson's usual seven points. Luke Richard Mahmoud, is probably a better player than Wes Johnson at this point. Wes, Wes Johnson, I don't need to say his name that many times. Missed both of the 3-Z attempted 7-point performance, 28 minutes. Meh. Wiggins looked just like Wes Johnson out there. Yeah, 7 minutes. Uh, excuse me, 7 points, 24-29. Benched in the game. In fact, everybody was pretty much benched in the game because Sam Mitchell was pissed off and disgusted. This was an effortless POS of a game. Just garbage. 10-point deficit starting off. The third quarter was Wiley Wall at its finest. So the Wolves are still kind of semi in it. But then a 32-19 third quarter... I don't want to talk about this game that much. It was garbage. You all know it was. You know it was. (laughs) We all mentioned it. And I was saying, I don't understand why the Wolves keep turning in games like this every now and then. And they sure did. Yeah, Chris Paul was doing his flopping. DeAndre Jordan was doing whatever he does. Jumping all over the place. Blocking people. Being obnoxious like he always is. Um, He's annoying. But he is what he is. Gorgie got double digit rebounds. But only one of six from the floor. Nothing really much to say there. Nobody really played well in this game. Uh, Carl was the only guy who did. He did play well. 7 of 13 from the floor was solid out there, but he got benched too because the team was trailing by a lot of points. Uh, Muhammad had a shot blocked four freaking times in the game, but he's playing better. There you go. Uh, the old uh, Johnny Flynn Memorial thing. You know how Muhammad the whole week played significantly better, and he did play better in the game. Bilitza played way better. <laughs> in this game, but of course this is his first, uh, significant minutes in a while and it's kind of a garbage time, but four or five from the floor. He plays well the whole week, Belitza, Belly, whatever you want to call him. Even Tayshaun Bleepin' Prince had eight points in this one. But it also tells you how much Tayshon Prince factors in the wins and losses at this club, particularly when he quote-unquote plays well. Yeah, the Wolves lost by 20, felt like more than that, felt more like, uh, you know, 30. It, it kind of did. It was an effortless, yucky game. Andrew Wiggins just uh, don't know, man. Come on, dude. Not even Didn't even get a rebound, turned the ball over six times. Either he didn't get enough sleep or something else is going on. That was <laughs> unexplained. I guess Mahmute's defense is just too damn good. Or Wes Johnson. They just can't handle it. Mmm, great stuff. Friday, April the 1st, April Fools, and it was April Fools indeed. The Wolves don't win in Utah very much, and they don't match up very well with this team. 98-85, Trey Burke and the and, and Co. Oh, goody! Trey Burke didn't even play in this game because of injury. That's too bad. They're probably finishing off his season. Unfortunately for him, Rudy Gobert with a double double. Rodney Hood, who I like a lot, starting at shooting guard. Selvin Mack, little known Selvin Mack, nice performance in the game. Made half of his shots. Eighteen points. Six. Excuse me. Sixteen points. Five assists. I don't know what the hell was that. I'm like way off. Gobert, very athletic, made all four of his field goal attempts. Maybe give him the ball a little bit, but maybe they didn't have to. Gordon Hayward, the best player overall, 22 point performance, above 50 percent from everywhere, basically <laughs> except through three point range. He was clanging those all night, but yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, no. Uh is a nice, cute little team. It was very possible, maybe the uh, sacrificial lamb in the first round. Andrew Wiggins played, like I just called him, the Johnny Flynn Memorial. Played a lot better, but the we'll still lose. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns struggled. He had one of those weird games where just nothing's going in. Everything's kind of off to the side. When Carl's off, it's like everything's off to the side. It's kind of weird. Uh, sharp shooting Belica again with that catch-and-shoot. Have I, have I mentioned that before? You know, catch-and-shoot. is another guy who can really hit that shot when he's set up well. Three of four from downtown. Downtown Salt Lake City, in this case. Six of eight overall. Shabazz Muhammad, ten points off the bench. Uh, both uh, twenty-five points for Muhammad and Balitza combined. Very strong performance. That's a nice sign to see Balitza and Muhammad, Balitza and Muhammad playing significantly better. Uh, you know, because uh, the com the complaint of of late, and a very good, <laughs> very good argument by everybody out there, pretty much, including Sam Mitchell, is that the bench has not been. Scoring, not been providing anything out there. Well, they've been playing better, particularly with Malita and Muhammad. Muhammad. No, Muhammad in this case. Zach Levine. I thought he was going to have a good game, and he didn't. He played 40 effing minutes. One of five from the floor for three points. Why? Not sure. Other than I guess we don't really have depth, do we? We don't really have a backup shooting guard, unless you want to put Prince down there and move Wiggins over to shooting guard, but 40 minutes for Zach Levine. Did you think he was going to suddenly get hot or something? I mean, I don't know. The old fix it, fix it, fix it thing. I don't know. Was was Sam Mitchell trying to teach him a lesson? I don't know what he's going to learn by just kind of playing out, by getting his butt kicked out there, having a lousy game. Uh, You know, God God bless you, Sam, I I guess, in that one. God bless you, Zach. Too, uh, he got six assists in the game. I mean, his his he keep he, he played point guard for a significant role as well. So I got to be fair about that. Tyus Jones not really out there, not sharp. I don't know what his deal was. He was lousy, and that's part of the reason why Zach also. That's one of the reasons why he played forty minutes. But still, just only three points. I, I just can't believe that. It's it's crazy to see uh, Towns with yet another double double. He's going to continue the streak on that one. He's at about eleven in a row there. Wiggins with a 24-point performance, definitely showed up to play. But overall, again, an uninspired effort by this club. Not fun to watch. Not a very fun game to watch. In fact, it was like scoreless for the longest time. Minnesota and Utah is not a very fun matchup for whatever reason. It's just not. Even though there's a couple of similarities out there. (laughs) I like to talk funny like that. Talk like uh, a British accent or something. But yeah, Rodney uh, Howard. Rodney Hood. (laughs) Rodney Howard. Rodney Howard. Strong player, strong performance. I like him a lot. Very cool. Uh, that was a nice draft pick by Utah about two years ago now. Nice, nice, nice pick indeed. But that's about all I got to say about that game. April Fool's Minnesota, 14-point loss, but it felt like more. Another game where it felt like more because it was an effortless performance. Dallas Mavericks beat the Wolves by 10 on Sunday, 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 April the 3rd. Another uninspired effort. The Wolves started out pretty well, and then they had a 13-point second quarter. I mean, and then a, and then just the rest of the game. They just crailed, and the Dallas continued to build, slowly build a lead. Another boring Sunday afternoon performance overall by the Wolves, but Andrew Wiggins did show up to play again. Back-to-back games. 30-point effort for Andrew Wiggins. Only five free-throw attempts, but he made them all. 21 field goal attempts overall. Over 50% was hitting his shots, slashing to the basket, playing aggressively. Thank you. Yes. Yes, that's what gives us hope, and that's what kept the Wolves in the game, to be quite honest. Zach Levine, another not so good effort out there. Only two of seven from downtown. Not really a flow to the offense, and that's a huge problem. Rubio only five assists in the game, but Carl had nine assists and a twenty-one rebound effort. Too bad it was kind of a, a kind of a boring, sleepy game, and the Wolves only managed seventy-eight points in this one. Twenty-one rebounds by Carl Anthony Towns—that's a lot of extra pers- uh, extra, excuse me, uh, possessions by the Wolves. Uh, but they only uh, they only made 40% of their shots throughout the game. Dallas shot even worse, 38.6% from the floor. But 40, wow, they attempted 43. I didn't even realize there was that many. And they managed to make 14. And I, that was one of the differences out there. Dallas, just a, a good, strong team. Ultimately, you know, Chandler Parsons wasn't available. Injured, out right now. And the Mavericks still won the game. And that's disappointing that the Wolves just could not Could not take advantage of that. Uh, Could not take advantage of Chandler Parsons being out because I figured if Chandler Parsons is out, the Wolves win the game because that's a big difference. But J.J. Berea, he showed up to play and he gunned the ball and he actually made a good percentage of his shots, 21-point effort for J.J. Yucky Berea. Strong performance for him. Don't like to see that, but it is what it is. I never really liked him. (laughs) I liked him for about the first month he was here and then I couldn't stand him after that. He just went ape bleep on us. JJ Berea's role was too big with the walls. He had too much of a leadership role. That's J.J. Berea is not a leader. Sorry, if JJ Berea is one of the leaders on your team, that's a really F up locker room as far as I'm concerned. That guy's got a that guy's got problems sometimes, man. <laughs> uh but uh, strong overall performance. Carl Anthony Towns missing a triple-double by one assist but a twenty-one rebound performance. In that category. Yeah, that's good. partially because Dallas was clanging shots, but the Wolves were not taking advantage on the other side. 16 turnovers helped that out. Dallas, only 10 turnovers in the game. They were they were pretty smooth. Even though there was nothing really special about them, they played very smoothly. Lots of air balls in this game, including Raymond Felton shooting one. Dirk Nowitzki shot an air ball in this game. Gorgie had an air ball. Ah, Levine at an error. It's just a yucky game. Yucky game overall. Belica coming back to the crack and a minus 21 for the game. Tyus Jones, same thing. Minus 17 in only 14 minutes. Yuck. He was just in there at the wrong time, I guess, And Dallas is on their major run. Devin Harris, I mean, I guess he can still play a little bit. He's kind of been one of those, like, forgotten players over the last, uh, gosh, the last five years. You pretty much forgot who Devin Harris is. Pretty much forgot about the guy. He's kind of been all over the place. Uh, Utah, Atlanta, and all the way back to Dallas. He Came back full circle after being very disappointing with the, at the time, New Jersey, now Brooklyn Nets. Ultimately in that performance. JaVale McGee, he's on the Mavericks, but you wouldn't even know it. Old Shaq did the Fool himself. You wouldn't even know he's on the Mavericks. Same with Charlie Villanova. No, Charlie Villanueva. Yeah, Villanova. Did they win the national championship or something? I, I, I heard some kind of rumor about that, that like North Carolina had some lucky-ass three-point shot where the guy was trying to float on air, kicking his legs, and he made it, page of uh, North Carolina, and then some guy named Jenkins, you know, some guy named Jenkins was kind of, you know, set up very nicely by the, the young, uh, the uh, well, the senior point guard there by uh, Villanueva, and uh, nice catch-and-shoot shot. Did I say catch and shoot again? You know, I got to stop that. I'm probably irritating and offending somebody, right? How dare I say it over and over again? It's just... It's it, it's not common sense, smart basketball or anything. It's not a high percentage shot. But it went in. It was just luck, right? Because it was... Catch and shoot's not a good shot. It's just luck. No, the other shot was luck. Luckier than hell. And then... Luckily, Villanova made up for that. You know, I I don't like to see lucky shots like that, you know, bring the big boy type North Carolina teams back in a game, and then they go on and kick Villanova's ass in overtime. It wasn't meant to be. Ultimately, Villanova said, screw that crap. We're going to go down the court, finish this right here, right now. This is our one opportunity. We don't know when we're going to be back in the national championship game because it's been 31 bleeping years, and they made the most of it like they did last time they were in the national championship game. Yes, sir. <laughs> Just the Villanova right there, Villanueva, all that. And um, I was going to talk about it at some point, so I might as well talk about it here. And I'm so happy for Villanova. That that was really cool. I've always kind of been a fan of that school for whatever reason. I don't have any merchandise, don't have any hats. I didn't even make a logo on my Facebook page, even though I probably should have, because, you know, once Louisville is out, and if the Govers aren't in it, I'm all about Villanova. If Louisville's in there, I'm all about Louisville, damn it. <laughs> Oh yeah. I uh, I like the Louisville uh like the Louisville Cardinals, Villanova, the Villanova Cats and of course the Wildcats. Like there's a million teams called the Wildcats out there, including Kentucky, no kidding, right? Right uh Carl over there, Carl Anthony Towns, but uh yep, cat is a cat, right? <laughs> but um you know, of course the Gophers, but yeah, the Gophers. Hm. The Gophers, yeah. Well, the Golden Gophers. hmm, golden, very golden. I wish it meant the same thing as the other Golden, you know. I I, I, I wish they had that kind of success, rate. Right? Because if they did, they'd be number one in the nation and, and all that, and they'd be the top seed in the NCAA tournament because the Golden State Warriors. I said the name because, uh, because of a reason. I can say it now because I feel a little better about something. Just a little bit. I got a little relief from all that uh, dancing around and, and stuff, and I saw a little bit of different version of Steph Curry out there. Not just because the Timberwolves won the game, but I've been noticing it the past few weeks, seems a little more serious and Not you know, in a sense of he's not dancing around and stuff like he was. So I will give him credit for that. So there you go. I will give him credit for that. The dancing uh, on, okay, see, I have a feeling that was the last straw somewhere by somebody. I think somebody took him aside and said, please cut that out. That's too much because he hasn't done anything uh, since that I know of, that I know of. If he's still doing it, Someone fill me in on that and let me know because, yeah, shame on him if he is. <laughs> uh, and I'm not trying to be Mr. Old Fuddy Duddy. Like some people out there, I've been called a bitter old man, which is kind of harsh. I, I don't know about bitter old man. I really don't know about that. But I don't know. I don't think I don't think taunting your opponent, which is what that was, taunting your opponent on their home court is a good way to go. Yeah, uh, I know I'm still blah, blah, blahing about it, but he's not doing it anymore. So there you go. That's my whole point. He's not doing it. So good. Just as a trade on the game itself. You can smile, celebrate, pump your fist. But the dance dancing on the home yeah, okay, you get the idea. But doing that wasn't cool. Tuesday, April the fifth was very, very cool. Because not only were the wolves in Oracle Arena, not only did the wolves show up to play in Oracle Arena, and the Warriors played fairly well in the game. It's not like they were clanging everything, but they weren't hitting the shots they normally make. But it was on TNT, ladies and gentlemen. <music> Yeah, it was on TNT It doesn't get better Shaq didn't fool, you know, all that Ernie, come on, Ernie You know, okay, of course, yeah, of course Yeah, conveniently, those guys weren't available Because Ernie and Chuck and and Kenny Because they were probably tuckered out From the NCAA tournament But damn it, (laughs) they weren't there But it was still on TNT And Shaq Shaq O'Neal was there, you know The Tony was pretty good but, of course, all they really talked about was, all oh, the Warriors and chasing the record. They didn't really say a whole lot about the Wolves, did they? Other than Marv Elbert calling Andrew Wiggins delusional because maybe he worded things a little bit wrong about, like, the playoffs and such. I think Andrew Wiggins has a good idea the Wolves aren't going to make the playoffs. Um, but I think there's a good chance they will next year. And this game was a good indicator. What we need to eliminate, if we're going to be serious next year and win... 45, 49, 51 games next season, which I think is a legitimate possibility, is you need to eliminate games like the Clippers and games like Utah and even Dallas. Why show up like like that, all sleepy? These sleepy games have got to stop. You're going to have some sleepy games. Even the Chicago Bulls got their ass kicked on NBC. The 96 Bulls got their ass handed to them on NBC on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, 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 in in Madison Square Garden, and I remember it very well because oh, Pamela Anderson just had to be like Knicks just beat the Bulls on you know Saturday Night Live, so they just had to have that one. So yeah, the Knicks did pound the Bulls. The Bulls were pretty pissed off that whole game. Michael was yelling on the sideline. He was not happy or on the bench, or whatever. But um, it happens. Uh, but and that was a good team. The Knicks were. The Celtics ended the Golden State Warriors' uh, home streak before the Bulls even had a chance to end it. But then you create a two-game losing streak at home for the Warriors, which is pretty hilarious. Let's just get on with it. 124-117. And Steve Kerr said it best. The the Wilton Timberwolves earned the win because they were the aggressors. They were the aggressors. Now, since then, Golden State has won their 70th game. Damn it. So they're the second team in NBA history to have 70 wins. So regardless how I feel about the Warriors, they're the second 70-win team in NBA history. Regardless of how I feel... That the '96 era is probably harder to get 70 wins than uh, this era, but then again, I mean, whom who am I to say? You got teams like the Spurs and such, but uh, well, you had the Knicks, you had a lot of really good teams in the in the in the NBA back then, and that, that that team was just so good, though it didn't even matter. It seemed like they they beat anybody. Seattle was incredible, and they just kicked their ass. And then, until they kind of screwed around in the finals because because probably because NBC told them slow down a little bit so we can get some viewership. <laughs> Andrew Wiggins, Carl Anthony Towns, and Shabazz Muhammad showed up to play. Now, Carl Anthony Towns struggled from the floor early on, but then he started doing the other side of David Robinson that I've recognized significant times during the course of the season. See, David Robinson had that beautiful little flick, mid-range shot, that was just perfect, just perfect, over and over and over, and Carl Anthony Towns has that. And he's just just getting started, man, Carl Anthony Towns. But... What else did David Robinson do, particularly particularly in his twenties? He slashed to the basket. Just slashed to the basket constantly. And it didn't have to be a ferocious dunk every single time. He he would lay it in. He'd fly by people and put it in the basket. Simply, if it's a ferocious dunk or a slash and, and a lay-in. And Carl was doing that down the stretch in a very close, nerve-wracking game where the Warriors would come down the floor, hit a three, Get, get back in the game or whatever it was. Uh, the Wolves trailed by 10 points at one point. You thought this thing was over, especially even the first quarter. You could tell it wasn't going to go well, but then things changed dramatically during the course of the game. The Wolves just hung in there. They stayed in it. Andrew Wiggins continued to be aggressive as all get out, particularly later on in the game. The defense was off the charts. Wonderful. Belica only played, uh Belly, Belitza, whatever, only had two points in the game, but his defense was sound. It was solid. Tyus Jones was pretty good down the stretch. Got a big steal uh, at, at a big point late in the fourth quarter there. Really cool to see Tyus Jones in that important moment against Golden State on the road. Five assists in the game. Strong performance by Tyus Jones out there. But Andrew, Gorgi, Carl, even Zach Levina also. He would have some hot minutes here and there. Rubio only two points, but extremely sound defense against uh, Steph Curry at times when Curry wasn't blowing by everybody because he does do that. Shabazz Muhammad was unbelievable the whole way. Very strong, very consistent, led the Wolves in scoring the whole way. Wiggins made a nice comeback late and Carl started making up for a couple of uh, missed missed shots earlier in the game. So it was really struggling from the floor until later when he started slashing to the basket because the Warriors couldn't stop him at that point when he was doing that. Wiggins off the charts, wonderful and signs of things to come and also a reason for a lot of us out there that do like Shabazz Muhammad and see his value. And you notice the constant complaints about the bench not performing for the Timberwolves. Well, Shabazz Mohammed, when he shows up to play, is extremely valuable off the bench. And if he's willing, if he's willing to stay here in that role and be a spark plug and a guy who can, who knows, show up for a big game like that, he can win you a huge playoff game on the road. <laughs> well, you know, it's possible. It's possible that he he could do that, because who's to say the Warriors aren't going to get beat by somebody at home on the road, or at at home, pardon me, what am I talking about, at home in a a playoff game? You think it's not possible? Of course it's possible. It is. What if this was a playoff game? That doesn't mean you're going to win the series necessarily, but it's encouraging. It's a a chance. It's a chance to win the series, because you you, you took it to them. You beat them on the road. Shabazz Muhammad, 15 of 17 from the line. That is an extremely impressive statistic because Shabazz Muhammad has notoriously been bad at the free throw line. Clutch, clutch, clutch performance by Shabazz Muhammad. Slashing to the basket, hit half of his threes. Only two of four, but still, Zach Levine, some big threes later on in the game. He's kind of like fourth quarter Zach. Because he was pretty much a non-factor for the longest time. And then fourth quarter, Zach out there. Big factor. But the ultimate fourth quarter player is Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns' defense. And Steph Curry completely shutting him down. <laughs> Unbelievable play. Now, of course, you don't want that to be a matchup all the time because that's crazy. He would just pass him. Steph would just pass him. We would pass, pass, just go go past him most of the time. But in a moment there when it's a switch up, Carl Anthony Towns showed up, shut him down, forced him into an air ball. Absolutely awesome. Andrew Wiggins' defense was aggressive. Very powerful the whole game. One of with six steals. Even Zach Levine played pretty good defense for the most part and won up with four steals in the game. Rubio, Carl, and Wiggins, though, were the best defenders in this game. Of course, well, you could even say Gorgie, who struggled a bit out there, but at the same time had some key blocks. Belica had two blocks in the game. Belly, Belica. Overall, just one of the most wonderful things we've seen in, a, in many years for the Wolves. One of the largest wins in the history of this franchise, to be quite honest. yeah. And one of them, I mean, it, it's a big deal. You beat a 70, we beat a 70-win team on the road. That's unbelievable. I, I couldn't, you know, and, it, and it's a huge sign of what's to come later on. Wiggins, Towns, just their, their aggressiveness, attacking that basket. It just made me smile. It made me so happy. Uh, and Wolves fans everywhere so pumped up, so excited about this team. <laughs> long-term future for this club is is, is off the charts. Um, there's going to be guys that want to be a part of this, like head coaches, big-name head coaches that want to be a part of this. Does Glenn Taylor want to pony up the money, or is Sam the guy, this, that, this, that? Odds are, Sam Mitchell will probably be retained, mostly because, not because it's necessarily the right move, but because that's Glenn Taylor for you. But at least Sam Mitchell does seem... <laughs> he's, He's, you know, he's he's definitely had some moments and that whole swing the freaking ball thing is starting to work. And it's, they're finally starting to swing the freaking ball during the course of the last month or two here. It's It's been significantly better. You've seen improvements and such. You've seen smarter play from the players. Um, not every game, though. The sleepy performances, maybe a stronger, maybe a, a bigger name coach would help eliminate that. But uh, that all is yet to be seen in the future here. You've got to stop with the sleepy performances. Andrew Wiggins... Guys like that, Muhammad, Andrew Wiggins, and Muhammad need to be more consistent. Uh, Carl generally is very consistent. It's just sometimes he puts in a stinky game from from the uh, just just sometimes he he has an off night basically. Same with Gorgie, but generally Gorgie and Carl are the most consistent in the effort department, and Rubio's consistent in the effort department too. To be quite fair, but he'll put up a stinky shooting performance, <laughs> just like Carl and Gorgie do on occasion. It just is what it is. It's basketball, and it was a. Uh, this was one of the most beautiful, fun things you ever saw. Uh, when the Wolves couldn't finish it and went to overtime, we're all scared to death. Wolves aren't going to win, are we? We're just not going to win, are we? And they did. They just kept being aggressive. Carl and Andrew took over the game down the stretch, and Muhammad had a couple of flushes. Four points in overtime for Muhammad. But Carl's slashing to that basket fearlessly. No fear whatsoever. And, of course, when you saw... Mr. Draymond Green foul out, thanks to the aggressiveness of Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns, notably. And, of course, Muhammad as well. Uh, stupid foul, by the way, by Draymond Green. Let muhammad if, if, he, if he was smart, if he was thinking, just let Muhammad finish his flush. He's going to dunk the ball. Why would you foul him? Are you stupid? And that was it for Draymond Green. And when you saw Draymond Green <laughs> with the words fouled out under his name and him strolling off to the bench... Yeah, you knew the Wolves' chances of winning the game were off the charts, off the frickin' charts. The Warriors were in fix it, fix it, fix it mode. Like I always like to say, when you have Steph Curry shooting four for fourteen and Klay Thompson four for eleven, sure they hit him at key times, and it, it drove you crazy. You know, it, it drove you crazy when you thought we had him, they would come back down the floor. Oh, there's a three! Boom. Great. Now the Warriors are within two points. The Wolves had to build a nice lead and it's gone. Here we go again. Clay Thompson three. Oh boy. Warriors take a one point lead. Here we go. That type of thing. But ultimately the Wolves answered every single shot fired by the Warriors. They they answered it ultimately and got the job done on national television. Beautiful performance ultimately. Curry very capable of having a crappy game. It's going to happen, and he did, ultimately. He <laughs> he still had 15 assists, and he still wound up with 21 points, despite 7 of 25 from the floor. That's Russell Westbrook about three years ago. Yeah, about three years ago when they lost to the Mavericks. Four or five years ago already when they lost to the Mavericks uh, in the Western Conference Finals. That was Russell Westbrook, 7 of 25. But it was also yeah, Russell uh, two, three years after that as well. He would put in performances like that, and it didn't help his team. Uh, but it is what it is. Still one up with 15 assists in the game. Steph Curry's not necessarily the reason the Warriors lost. Though, he did clang a lot of key shots late. And the defense on Steph Curry was uh, remarkable. Absolutely remarkable. And Carl Anthony Towns, Rubio Wiggins all really deserve a ton of credit for the strong defense and the aggressiveness they played. Play with more consistency, guys. And here we come. Here we come. <laughs> this, And you know what? One final thing I'm going to say before... I uh, wrap up this game review is, have you noticed, with the, with a couple exceptions here and there where the Warriors are just scorching the net and the wins just not the Wolves night and they got beat by this much, you know, like the first game this year back in November the 12th, the Wolves kind of were in a little bit of a snide there. They lost by 13, 129 to 116, but have you noticed the past two years when the Warriors started to become, you know, a championship caliber team rather than just a good team who could get to the, maybe get it to the West Finals or something. Um, but when they became the championship caliber team, have you noticed how well this team matches up with them? How well they've played against them? And how frustrated the Warriors seem to get for some strange reason when they play us? Is it merely because they they look past us and they don't think we're serious? Or is it that the Wolves are one of those funny matchups for the Warriors? Because if we are, it's going to be really interesting as the Wolves continue to climb in the Western Conference into the postseason. During the next five to ten years, it's going to be very interesting because obviously, well, Steph Curry's was born in nineteen eighty-eight. These guys were born in ninety-five. The main guys in this club. Uh, so that's the other thing. Obviously, the war the Warriors will get old before the Wolves do. <laughs> I can't even fathom the Wolves getting old yet at this point. But uh, that's the other good thing. But at the same time, the Wolves could be a thorn in the side for the Warriors in the future because of a funny matchup. It happens. It does happen. You know, teams sometimes don't match up well with this team. When the Wolves were very good, they couldn't beat the Memphis Grizzlies. They just could not get it done. It was really strange back when the Wolves were good in the in the earlier 2000s and they had that big MVP Garnett season, you know, and they went to the West Finals. Memphis Grizzlies cost us some, some key games down the stretch. It's almost prevented the Wolves from getting that number one seed. I remember how frustrated we all were. It was a funny matchup. It just happens sometimes, and hopefully the Wolves can be that for the Golden State Warriors because I think I think it's that's been going on. Now a team that the Wolves have been playing very well against regardless of how good or how bad we've been playing is the Sacramento Kings. As we wrap things up a long segment here. Thursday, April the 7th, Minnesota wins in Sacramento. and Pretty ugly game to be honest. Lots of bad shot attempts. Missed dunks. I don't know what the hell they're doing. Enough with the highlight reels. Just put the ball in. Right? I believe Marlena posted that on the uh, Flips Army. I, I, I like that page. I endorse that page. It's a much friendlier page than uh, some other ones out there where you, uh, anytime you post something, somebody comes in who thinks they're smarter than you. They're half your age, but they're smarter than you. I mean, okay. I guess I don't know anything about basketball. I'm just an old fuddy duddy who was there and it's just a bitter old man rather than sitting and watching YouTube videos. You know, like, <laughs> somehow that makes you smarter, just sitting and watching YouTube videos. You know what? I, I got news for you. Any idiot, any moron can sit and press play on a YouTube video. And you know what? I've done it too. So, yeah. I'm glad you did your research through YouTube, okay? I'm so glad. I'm proven wrong and stupid. Just thought I'd run that by, in case you're listening out there, some of you out there that are just just, you know what? Get, get over yourself. Seriously. <laughs> sure. It doesn't guarantee that I know so much more than everybody because uh, I've been watching basketball for 28 years, whatever. But it Still counts. It counts, right? It counts. You know, I've seen this. I've seen that. I've seen the changes in play. Uh, and also one other thing: YouTube videos are highlight are highlights. Real games show everything: highlights, low lights, mistakes, <laughs> good good plays, little increases intangibles that you might not see in a YouTube video. You think? You think some of the, off the some of that kind of like maybe this moment when this, this guy got stared down by that guy. <laughs> you know? Okay. Let's get off that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I, you know, you don't need to be jerks about it, please. So I'm glad, I'm glad you're smarter than me and I'm proven wrong and I don't know anything. But God bless you. Okay, God bless you. Why don't you get behind the mic or or on a live microphone and take me on? Come, come. Right, yeah, anyhow, it'll never happen. They're not, they're, they're too arrogant to listen to the show. <laughs> they're too much, they're too good for me, right? Okay. Enough. I'm digging this too far. Warrior or Wolves, get out the broom, sweep the Sacramento Kings. Got it like that. And I'm really sorry for that that rant or whatever you want to call it. But I I just, I had to say something, you know. I had to. I'm tired of this crap. Okay. Uh, No DeMarcus Cousins. No Rajon Rondo because they're resting. Resting. They're so tired after not making the playoffs or anything. And they just figure, let the Wolves sweep us. Well, the Willows will play uh, Steph Curry again. What the hell? Oh, that's Seth Curry. Sorry, Seth Curry. Well, he made two of three three pointers, and you know what? His three point percentage is forty over forty percent for the season. But he's a little bit clumsier than uh, more clumsy, clumsy, or whatever you want to, however you say it, than uh, the other guy, the Golden Cal guy, Steph Curry. I said it, okay, and I can say it now because we beat them. You know, I don't have to be quite as quite as a uh, bitter old manish about it, right? <laughs> uh I can't believe I was called that. I can't believe it. Did you Really? Do I... Re- uh, okay. Yeah, I still haven't gotten over that one. Gorgie Zhang was the best player in this game, I think. Uh, Zach Levine, very sharp, though, as well. Got a little bit goofy out there, but also put an awesome windmill dunk, getting that steal and attacking that basket. Nice, nice performance by Zach Levine. Very fun. Three steals in the game. Four steals by Tyus Jones. Helped the Wolves kind of pull away down the stretch. Played major minutes kind of was in there too long, I think. He looked like he was out of breath at the end of the game. It doesn't matter if you're 19 or 20 or 39 out there. Too many consecutive minutes is going to kind of hurt you. Uh, Rubio was extremely quiet in the game and very rough, and that's one of the reasons Tyus Jones is in there. Maybe he banged up a little bit in Ricky's case. Uh, Tyus, nice performance, though. Um, certainly not a guy you want to play 30, 30 minutes a night. Uh, Maybe someday, but he's about two years away from that, I think, at least. And I don't know if he'll ever be a starter in this league, but just saying. If he ever is, he's about two years away from it. Carl, again, kind of a funky shooting night. Back-to-back games here in this case. Still one of us, another double-double, though. Good, good deal there. Double-digit double-doubles in a row for Carl. Anthony Towns, Wiggins, quiet, missing dunks. Kind of a, uh, kind kind of a mad performance. Only 15 points. That's kind of like Andrew Wiggins as a backup. He he kind of played like a backup version of him. Like if he's coming off the bench, Shabazz kind of played like I guess about what about what people probably see of him out there. The people that aren't maybe as high on him. I mean, I'm a little higher on him than some people. 3 of 10 from the floor, 10 points. Eh, Not a very fun game ultimately, but a nice win for the Wolves and a depleted roster. And I'm still a fan of Darren Carlson. 19 points, 6 assists in the game. Aggressive out there. Only two turnovers in a, in almost 37 minutes, basically 37 minutes. Willie Colley-Stein showing some athleticism and some talent out there. Great, strong defensive player. And in, uh, in then Costa Ka- Ka- Kufos getting a 10-rebound performance, and that's about it in uh, the stead of Mr. DeMarcus Cousins, who's, yeah, he is what he is, a troublemaker. <laughs> Quincy AZ, nice role player off the bench for nice, aggressive power forward, big-bearded, uh, looks like uh, Anthony Herrera, former Viking. With that huge beard and bald head and huge beard, looks funny. Shaq used to do that too. In fact, he's doing it now. Actually, uh, Ben Mclemore still sucks. I guess uh, he, he he just sucks. <laughs> Not the best performance by the uh, the Warriors, uh, the Warriors, the Sacramento Kings. Rudy Gay, talk about sucks. Yeah, he had a double double in the game. Good for him, and he did get five steals and two blocks. Okay, maybe he doesn't suck too much, but four of fifteen from the floor, offensively challenged in the game but I still Gargi Chen did a very good job on him. Gorgie and Andrew's defense was pretty strong. Gorgi 18 point, 13 rebound performance. Really strong in the game, and I thought he was the best player out there. <clears throat> and consistently, he's been the best player against the Sacramento Kings during the course of the season. I don't have a whole lot to say about this game. It was a kind of a sleepy game, but still a victory. So good. Um, the Wolves get out the brooms here, ultimately. Like I said earlier, Friday, November the 27th. Wolves beat Sacramento by 10, 101-91, 99-95 in Minnesota. We play better in Sacramento. If you, if you, we kind of always have for like a long time now, except during that playoff series back in '04. Uh, but that's where we had a little challenges in Sacramento, but we still had a nice Game 3 victory. I remember that very well. Uh, Friday, December the 18th, Minnesota ninety five, ninety nine, ninety five. March 23rd. Very recently, the Wolves beat the uh, Sacramento Kings 113-104. Not that long ago, only about a week ago or so, a week and a half ago. Uh two weeks ago, when <laughs> then one o five ninety seven the brooms are bristling in Arco arena or whatever they call it. I don't know if it, not Arco arena anymore sleep train arena, excuse me sleep train and it was kind of a sleep train performance by the wolves very strong first very strong and long first segment. sorry about that, kind of longer than expected, but you have the biggest win in ten years or so why not why not why not enjoy it a little bit? have some emotion? It was pretty cool, pretty cool um so, yes, Vince, I said Steph Curry and I said Golden State Warriors. And, yes, Luke Will, in case you're listening, I hope he listens. I like Luke Will, man. Me and him have had our little spars because, uh, because uh, you know, my ranting about the Warriors. And he's a pretty, you know, extremely loyal Warriors fan, regardless if, uh, regardless if this guy taunts or not. He doesn't really want to get into that stuff, you know, <laughs> this guy, right? But to credit Mr. Luke Will, he has a clue who Latrell Spreewell is not because he played with the wolves obviously like you guys out there would know but uh not because he played with the warriors he has a clue about uh you know some of those other guys over the course of the years uh, why am i oh man why am i blanking on some of them out there <laughs> part of me i'm trying not to cough you i'm like huh, excuse me <laughs> I'm like laughing and coughing almost. But, I mean, yeah, you try to remember the guys like the Troy, you know, I mean, he, he can remember like the Troy Murphys and the and and, and the Bob Surahs and such. Even Earl Boykin's played on that roster, if you can believe it. Gilbert Arenas, of course, started there back about 10, 15 years ago, you know, 10, well 10, 12 years ago, back in the day. Bob Surahs, I remember that name. And, yeah, he was pretty good on that club. Of course, nothing super special, but a nice factor out there. Donald Foyle played there for so many years. Anton Jamieson started out there. Of course, he didn't have that great of a career. So many other guys. Of course, Jason Richardson won the dunk contest with the Warriors. So, yeah, he remembers all those Warriors when they had that kind of that lightning bolt uniform. Not the not the worst thing ever, but these are better. These are better. Uh, well, you know, the, the city, you know, they kind of went back to the 70s, but modernized it. Kind of like with the Hawks going back to their old colors, but modernized it. The Charlotte Hornets bringing back the really old colors, but modernizing it. Good stuff. You know, you can modernize it and all that. You don't have to make everything retro, even though I like retro a lot. I mean I'm a huge retro fan, but okay, let's wrap it up. Pardon me. Pardon me for the almost coughing there on you. But uh, also the uh uh where was I? Uh, Lone Wolf Award, Andrew Wiggins, big strong performance in Golden State ultimately. Carl Anthony Towns is gonna get the co-lone wolf award. Very strong overall defense, clutch getting to the basket The Wiggins, I think, really big during the course of time here, really showing up some some aggressiveness, even though we had some stinkers out there. But uh, Carl will get uh, a co-Lone Wolf Award with Andrew Wiggins. The future of the franchise right there. The Johnny Flynn Memorial. Who who should I give it to this time? Huh. Uh, You know, it's like there are names that I could give it to and such. (sighs) It's like you could give it to the whole team. It's almost like (laughs) Andrew Wiggins in the Dallas game. Or not, not the Dallas game. The Clipper game. Just lousy performance overall. It's like he could kind of get both. Is, is, is that okay? I don't know what to do with it. Ultimately, it doesn't really matter. Ultimately, Shabazz Muhammad was strong during the course of the week, but he was mostly strong in the Golden State game. Uh, it's like a weak, small co-version of the Johnny Flynn Memorial for Andrew Wiggins' performance against the Clippers and Jazz. Very quiet. And even the Kings last night. Real quiet overall performance. If if I give it to Zach Levine, I'll probably get my head chewed off, because he he had some good moments out there in the Golden State game, but even though he didn't play particularly well, ultimately down the stretch, but there you go. So let's wrap things up and keep moving here. Segment 2, only three games to preview, and then you wrap up the regular season. (laughs) Hmm, Yeah, we're back here on Bitter Old Man Explosion. Oh, shut up. We're back here on Tim Roll's Explosion. Segment number two. Preview segment. Only three games to preview. And then the regular season is over. is over. Pardon me. And then we're ready to go from there. Into this and that. You know, decision making and such. And also watching the playoffs and all that. And hoping this happens and that happens. You know. <laughs> Fill in the blanks, I suppose. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, the, uh, I'm guessing the Wolves won't finish the 30 wins on the season. One other thing that I wanted to say, which I was blanking on for a second, is the reason why this show is a couple of days late is because I had to get some repairs done on my car. Uh, it was backed into a little bit on the door uh, way back in the summer, and I finally got it fixed up. I just screwed around a little bit. So... uh Okay, I'll say. My dad just kind of bummed it a little bit. <laughs> the driveway when I was doing lawns. That type of thing. Just a little thing and just wanted to get it fixed up a little bit. So that got done and kind of delayed a couple of days here. Pardon me for that. Busy doing that garbage. Not not me doing it. But okay, Saturday, April the 9th, the Minnesota Timberwolves head to Portland. I thought the Wolves had beaten them this year. But uh, no, I, I guess not. Uh, three well four game series over the course of the season every game has been very close very competitive and there's been one ma- uh, mainly consistent thing and that's Andrew Wiggins has played well against the Portland Trailblazers so I'm going to pick that again Blazers beat the Wolves 106-101 Monday November the 2nd way back that's like the day before an election day basically mayors I think yeah mayors were elected this year the odd number of years are like mostly mayors such, and session and maybe some state senator type things uh, Saturday, December the 9th, like some small city council stuff. It's usually small time stuff. Even numbers are governors and then presidents. Ooh, you know, and the different even numbers. You get the idea. Saturday, December the 5th, the Wolves lose 109 103. Both of those games are target center. And then you had to Portland for the last year 96 93, heartbreaker. January the 31st, Wolves just could not get it done. And I guess the Blazers are going to sweep the Wolves unless, they, unless we show up and win again, maybe for the jump starting after the, the Warriors victory that'd be pretty cool not sure what's going to happen in that one the two consistent uh good players the top players are each team well of course most of the way it's been actually believe it or not CJ McCollum like you think Damian Lillard and he had a 35 point game in there it was incredible performance the Wolves just could not get the job done uh, Willard and the Blazers are one of the Warriors losses this year. Huge performance, 50 point performance in that category earlier in the year. The Blazers are going to make the playoffs again, despite, you know, like the fire sale not that long ago. In fact, last year and such not, uh, another fire sale, they've been doing them all the time. Uh, and 43-37. and 37. Very respectable performance by the Portland Trail Blazers during the course of the season. CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard kind of old school Blazers in a way when you think of, and even though this isn't that old school, but it's kind of classic Blazers when you had Nick Van Exel and Damon Sotomayor when they were shooting like crazy. They were kind of they were kind of like the first Splash Brothers when you think about it. They weren't winning a whole lot of games, but they were scoring like madmen out there. Uh, no defense. It was one of those kind of deals where I see the difference between the Warriors and that Blazers team is the Warriors defense is really good, too. And then there's other guys out there that play their role really well, where the Blazers is pretty much Nick Van Axel and Damian Stoudemire hoisting up threes constantly. And they would get their 25 to 35 points <laughs> almost all the time. And then everyone else is just kind of like there, just, just kind of part of the scenery. Um, but yeah, Lillard and McCollum kind of forming a little splash brother, little miniature splash brothers going on in Portland. And that's one of the reasons for the success of that team. Uh, Alfaric Amino started the season strong. It's gotten quieter, but still kind of okay. Kind of like kind of like Luke Richard Mamute with a little more offense, basically. Uh, Harkness, Harkless has been kind of not very visible. Plumlee's all right. Uh, Ed Davis has been all right. They'll just kind of role players and such. Uh, If Lillard or McCollum got hurt, though, the Blazers team is screwed. I mean, they really need those guys. But strong performance during the course of the season. Second place in the division, but but trailing by 11.5 under OKC. That type of deal going on. I think the Blazers sweep the Wolves. Talented team. Both teams are talented, but I think the Blazers are going to sweep the Wolves in the season. It's just been the Blazers' year against the Wolves for whatever reason. I thought we had a, a win, but I guess that was last season when we had a pretty nice performance. And the year before that, too, went a leap on the Blazers when they were really good, actually, a couple of years ago. But uh, Blazers always tend to get real good and then drop off big time. And uh, there they are with no LaMarcus Aldrich, no Batman, you know, all that nonsense. And uh yeah, LaMarcus Aldrich is on a really good Spurs team. And, of course, Batman, Nicholas Batum, over in Charlotte, where they're having their best season of ever for that franchise. The Bobcats slash Hornets over there in Charlotte, North Carolina. I think the Portland Trail Blazers win the game. We'll say another close one. 106-103, Blazers win. Lillard gets like 25-ish. McCollum gets like 25-ish. Wiggins gets 25-ish. Twenty-five, twenty-eight. Wiggins always plays well against the Blazers. That'll be the deal there. The Rockets, the Rock Cats, the Houston Rock Cats, right? No, I'm just kidding. <clears throat> Trying to make the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to. I mean, you couldn't even beat Phoenix last night. Get out of town. You can't even beat Phoenix. You dogs. Get out of town. D- Dwight Howard's a dumb blank. You know what I mean? He's a dumbass. Dwight Howard... Lazy garbage! Oh, he's he's gotta find his. He's trying to find his way out of Houston now, and he was trying to find his way out of L.A., and he was trying to find his way out of Orla- Orlando. Why don't you find your way out of the league if you're going to be such a bitch everywhere you go? Get your head out of your ass! And who wants this guy? you know, who, who, who wants him? Oh, he's, he's just, oh, you know, he's just a little disappointed, he doesn't get the rebounds, but, you know, but boy, oh boy, he's so talented, they really got to get him, oh, he's, you know, kind of disappointing. doesn't get the rebound, you know, or yeah, he, he'll, he'll get the rebounds, and he can't make free throws, and he missed this, and missed that, and now his back hurts, and get, get that just get out of here. Go, 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 go play. Go, go play in China. Go join Stefan Marbury or Michael Beasley, whatever. And Michael Beasley, yeah, Michael Beasley's on the freaking Houston Rockets. Good luck to you there. saw uh, that uh, Trevor Ariza. I like Trevor Ariza. I like Corey Brewer. The small forward position, there you go. <claps> Dwight Howard, kiss my ass. Patrick Beverly, I like him, but he's kind of a troublemaker a little bit. James Harden is a dog. He is a dog. No defense, and he's just kind of Ah, go ahead, score your points, whatever. You know, good for you. Good for you. You've lost 41 games this year. You went to the West Finals last year. Nice, nice, awesome performance. You got your... then you come back this year, play like absolute bleep. Just whatever. Uh, the Wolves have not played well against the Rockets either. This is one of those situations where it's only three games. Houston has hosted the first two. They beat the Wolves. Fairly close performances, 107-104, January 13. March 18, 106, 116, pardon me, 111, Rockets win. Carl Anthony Towns has consistently been the strong performer. Can't imagine why. I, I don't know. And I, Yeah, right? And I know Dwight Howard is generally a good defensive player, but he's slow. And Carl Anthony Towns is not slow. Carl Anthony Towns will be a factor in this one. I think the Wolves will beat the Rockets in Target Center. I think the Wolves will beat the Rockets in Target Center. Carl Anthony Towns is going to have one of his big ones. He's going to have like a 28, 15 rebound, whatever, performance. Gorgie also will play well. Michael Beasley, I don't care what he does. I don't care if he scores 10 points. I don't care if he shows up, whatever. You know, goofball. Uh, I, I think it's Carl's night. You're going to see Wiggins also, though. That's the other thing. You're going to see Wiggins show up, too, against Harden. Uh, that's like Wiggins consistently has played well against the Rockets with James Harden, but he had a quiet one in there. Carl, though, has played well against the Rockets as well. Wiggins and Carl, surprise, are going to be the key factors in that one. Big shocker. But they've been consistently good against that Houston club. Then we wrap up the regular bleepin' season. Wednesday, April the 13th. This is the one team we might catch, but I don't think we will, where when it comes to like being fifth or sixth, uh, ping pong balls and all that, They're only two games ahead of the Wolves right now. They have 19 guys injured. Eric Gordon fractured right finger. uh, Out again. What a surprise. That's all he is. Out. Drew Holiday's been out with an orbital wall fracture. Hmm. As of March 29th. That doesn't sound good. It it really doesn't. Huh. And of course, uh, Anthony Davis has been out with a sore left knee. Winnable game. No Anthony Davis. Oh, no Eric Gordon. Oh, that's really unusual. Of course, he played in the last game and played very well on the New Orleans Pelicans. Beat the Wolves 116-102. Couldn't believe it. Uh, they killed us much earlier in the year. Jan 19. That was Feb 8th. And the Wolves beat the, the New Orleans Pelicans. I almost called them the Hornets. Isn't that good? Because they are the original Hornets. Believe it or not. 112-110. No Anthony Davis. Feb 27. What happens here? Um, It's a bad matchup. It still is. I don't know if Anthony Davis is going to play. They probably aren't going to put him in there. Like, why should they? It's a season finale. God, there's a lot of guys hurt. Uh, The Wolves, I I think they're going to win the game. So I think the Wolves are going to finish with 29 wins on the year, ultimately, which makes things interesting. As long as New Orleans can win... uh, one more game, get their 30th win, maybe between now and then, then we'll get the, the fifth pick, whatever, ping pong balls, but whatever it is, fifth or sixth, uh, a lot of you want Buddy Hild and all that, uh, we'll see what happens, didn't like his performance against Villanova, but, <laughs> but Villanova clearly showed up to play, they really did, in the tournament, awesome stuff, uh, Amir Asik's kind of a pain in the butt, Kendrick Perkins still hanging around, who are these guys, Dante Cunningham, Luke Babbitt always seems to play fairly well against the Wolves, nice little shooter, I wouldn't mind him as a low-end free agent, shooter, but then again, you got like, Rudez, the same thing, and they never play him, uh, but Leach is becoming the sharp shooter that he was supposed to be, he's starting to show signs every again because of the catch and shoot, keep it coming guys, keep it coming, yeah, New Orleans, Pelicans, Minnesota, I think we can win this game, um, will we though, will we, uh, I'll say yes, I'll say yes, the Wolves win, and they get 29 wins on the season, maybe 28, maybe Houston will beat us, I don't know, whatever, but, um, Portland won't beat us, or Portland will beat us, pardon me. Yeah, they're still, you know, making sure they're at a decent seed in the postseason. They're in, by the way. Uh, so I'm going to pick the Wolves to win the game. Scored triple digits in every game except the original one. They scored 99. High-scoring performances in all of them. Wolves win the game 102-95. to 102-95 to 95 Minnesota wins. Best player in the game will be Carl Anthony Towns, In my perform- in my humble opinion. He'll have a... 23, 24 point performance. It'll be kind of a team effort. You're going to see some guys come off the bench that you don't normally, that you're like you're going to see more of Rudez, I think, type of thing Uh wrap up the season, get him some minutes there at the end of the year. But the Wolves will win 102 to 95 and get 29 wins, in my opinion. We'll see what happens, though. Strong miniature performance at the end and hopefully bring that into next year. We'll be back for some fan interaction right after this. we are back here on segment number three banner direction segment time to hear from you guys out there in Australia Minnesota New Zealand and elsewhere (laughs) elsewhere all over I suppose Maybe South Dakota stuff. Well, you know, but I mean, yeah, you're you're out there, South Dakota and stuff. But maybe you're not posting on here yet. Doggone it! Please do if you can. Got to see Marcus the Forecaster for the first time in a while last uh, last weekend. Would would like to do a show with him again. God, I miss him so much. I wonder if you guys miss him out there too. Some of you probably do. In fact, most of you probably do. Uh, Though some of you seem to like me solo better because maybe more focused, kind of to the point type of thing, where Marcus kind of tends to wander around, but sometimes it's really good the way he wanders around though, because he gets philosophical and such, he's a very good basketball analyst and such, and we're both from the same generation so it's a little easier to relate to each other though, maybe you wanted to switch up, I, I don't know what you want, sometimes it's good to maybe have both of us, and then maybe a third person, you could have a younger person bring their point of view, not to gang up on them, but just to have another point of view, maybe we'll all agree on stuff, who knows who cares at this point? We'll just we'll get to it when we get to it if we if we ever do. Round tables are tough. All right. Uh, I better be careful of some of this stuff. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm gonna get to some comments you made. Uh, I was kind of messing around about I was saying, like, ah, oh, Ty raise your hand if you're tired of hearing about Steph Curry all the time. <laughs> and then he says, I'm tired of I'm tired of hearing about him and LeBron super teams. Uh, and then he said teams need to follow the Spurs and run and run run them off the three-point line, and I bleeping hate the glowing three-point line, WTF. I don't, yeah, I'm going to leave that one, move this around. We kind of got into some other random stuff. Uh, where was it? Oh, gone it. Um, There's another one here. Okay, he said, shit, I think that Milt will at least talk to the players. I don't think that Sam wants the stress anyway. Not sure. That's about if, uh, well, like what's going on with Sam Milton. Uh, Sam Milton, wow. Milt Newton and Sam Mitchell. Wow, Uh, possibly hanging around, you know, type of thing with uh, Glenn Taylor's comments last week or so. Uh, Where was the new one? He said, oh, yeah, he was talking about, wow, I knew we'd win, about the Warriors. We're the Warrior warrior Killers. Mm -hmm. He says Stephen A. Smith's voice. Oh, yeah, so he's just imitating him. Oh, it's no surprise to me. I mean, the hubris of the Golden State Warriors. I'm not sure if that's the word he meant, hubris. Warriors is what brought on their defeat. Mind you, the Timberwolves almost be, almost beat them in the past. Yep. And now you want to downplay the Wolves' talent, Skip? There's a cure for everything. And the cure for a Warriors win is the Minnesota Timberwolves. Hey, I like that. I like that. Yep, yep, yep. And there were comments in the past I was going to read and I completely forgot. I don't know if I should dig around, maybe as I'm looking at some other people's stuff. Damn it. I can't believe, you know, in the past, he would always say stuff and then I forget to read it. And oh, here we go. Here's a good one. Wow. there's are some interesting comments here. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I read this in the past and if I did, I apologize. Uh, OK, let's read it. He was mad about Wiggins a bit. I was saying about how Wiggins needs to get angry and learn to hate. Yes. Hate the other team. I know. Come on. That's how I became better, me as an individual player, when I started to uh, stop being Mr. Nice and started hating the other team until after the game was over. That type of thing. You know, Russell Westbrook plays with anger, doesn't he? Uh, he says, "Oh, that's how you become a great player. That's how you become clutch. Hatred is what fuels my personal clutch ability. I refuse to lose. We uh, Marcus says, I don't think he has it. He gets angry. He gets angry, then he's over it, just like Howard. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know if he's as bad as Howard, Marcus. Come on now. Howard doesn't Howard doesn't even know what angry he is. Just after just stupid petty stuff like fighting around with Garnett and elbowing him in the face. But then again, Garnett kind of headbutt him uh, in the face. Uh, he says, Remember, this is Wiggins, he said remember, he said that he lost the McDonald's high school dunk contest that was televised and he should have he should have won, so he completely lost interest in doing them again. So he didn't even join the event in Canada. Hmm, that was like this yeah. Yeah, he said that speaks a lot about him. Does he think that they'll have an event there like that anytime soon for him? It's why play, why play to lose? Yeah, no, this is wow. Mm. <laughs> Some of this stuff, wow. Now this is like a month ago, so please bear with me on this. Uh, though, uh, yeah, he, you know, and it's like you know what? Why not get his point out there? So you can, you don't have to agree. You can agree. You can agree to disagree. All that. Uh, me personally, I like Wiggins a lot, but yeah, I do think he needs to get his head out of his ass sometimes. Marcus, oh, I don't like this part. He says, I say we trade him. Oh, I don't agree with that, but you can agree out there. Some of you do. Most of you probably don't. Uh, he says, if we don't start winning games, I hate how he just walks up the court or jogging past a pick to free him up is going to help him. Ray Allen knew how to lose his man and walking won't cut it. Yeah, that's true. The only way he'll play is if he knows for sure it's a season. That's not going to waste shit. He might even say something ridiculous like, championship, ah, got to the finals once and I believe that we should have won it all. I'm done with that. Let some other team take it. Oh, I don't think it'll be that bad. Look at you. Look at you, Marcus. Look at you. Ooh, boy. Hmm. I uh, said this team still needs a lot of work. We need more hardworking players like Noah. Too many guys who have half ask and that's it okay yeah I mean I, I wanted to read those a while ago so again bear with me it's about 3-4 weeks ago and that was at the time when Wiggins was really struggling back in the mid-March he was just kind of invisible and he seemed to pick up something in the last couple weeks or so where he, he just had a different look to him and I've liked it a lot even though he had a crappy game against the Clippers which owed him which gave him kind of a, a de facto Johnny Flynn Memorial so we'll get to the Facebook page, finally. And this is going to be a slightly longer show because of the whole Golden State thing. It's just, it is what it is, and there was other games and such. Uh, I didn't mean to go into detail as much in those previous three, but I went a little bit more than I would have liked, and I apologize. So this might be an hour 15 or so, hour 10. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion. Facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion. And for Twitter, it is at Wolves Explosion. Please like the Facebook page and follow the Twitter account. Uh, he said, uh, "Now that I posted on the Facebook page, a pretty cool find in Marcus the Forecaster's old card collection, 1990 Fleer cards. Can any of you guys guess who Mitchell Wiggins is? Cause I took a picture of a. There's a Sam Mitchell card from 1990, 8990, first Wolf season ever. Sam Mitchell, and I remember him very well as a Timber Wolf, of course, throwing the freaking ball right. But that was when he was a veteran. not when he was in his twenties, still there in his mid to upper twenties, Mitchell Wiggins, slightly older than uh, uh, Sam." In fact, no, yeah, yeah, slightly, maybe about a year older, which says he was he was an older guy when Andrew was born. Mitchell Wiggins, it turned out, was, <clears throat> he's from North Carolina, and I'm like, huh, maybe it's not the same guy. Oh, it is the same guy. You can see his face in there a little bit. He, he looks like Andrew a little bit. Apparently, th- where what got them in uh, Canada was the fact, and I'm sure some of you have already heard this story like 50,000 times, or me, I, you know, I didn't research it that much because it's not really Wolves related. It kind of is, but not really. Uh, but uh, he met, a, uh, his, his his wife was a Olympian who, who played in Canada. Or his wife is a Canadian Olympic athlete, that being Mitchell Wiggins. Olympic athlete was from Canada, and ultimately they ended up moving to Canada later on in life, and then Andrew Wiggins was born. This is, of course, after Mitchell was done playing. Andrew Wiggins was born, and the rest is history. Uh, 20 years later, 21 years later, Andrew Wiggins is a Timberwolf and all that, you know? But yeah, Mitchell Wiggins, I also saw in the back of the car, wait, suspended. And this was after the Houston Rockets, just after the Houston Rockets were beat by the Boston Celtics in six games in 1986. This is a long time ago, man. 87 and 88, those two seasons, you know, like, well, which became 86, 87, 87, 88 suspended, did not play. And I'm like, what the hell? But apparently him and another teammate on the Rockets were tested positive for cocaine. So uh, yeah, they were suspended for two and a half calendar years. Wow. Some of you know that, some of you don't. But I was just like, holy crap. So I did, yeah, I did a little digging, found that. Kind of interesting. But one other thing too. The mother of Marcus the Forecaster, where did she go? Uh, What the hell? She was in here. Did she delete the comment? But apparently she said it was actually her card collection, that Marcus had, that she kind of gave it to Marcus. Basically she lives in California now over in the uh, yeah, Northern Cal area around Oakland and such. Uh, and where, where did she go? Oh, It's because I posted uh it's because I shared it. That's why, that's why she commented. Uh, Tanae Brown out of New Zealand said, that's so cool. I'd forgotten that Wiggins dad was a pro. And yes, with the Houston Rockets and with other teams later on, I put it away over there. So it didn't get bent. I mean, it's almost, it's almost 30 years old. I don't want to bend it. So I put it away in a safe spot. Before I get to the visitor post, I better read this now or otherwise I won't. I wrote, we just beat the I did, we just beat the Golden State Warriors, ladies and gentlemen. And Janae says, what a great game. So freaking happy. What a roller coaster tonight was. And he showed the statistics. What's Or that's not statistics. He was having a conversation with somebody. Oh, it was on Twitter. He was bleeping, saying a lot of bleepy, bleepy, bleepy. <laughs> he was saying, there we go. Let's give the bleeping Warriors the bleeping ball back for bleep's sake. Call it both ways. Yep. LOL. They're having a conversation with, uh, it might be his brother or something, um, and he says, to talk hoops, he's a serious question, why is his plus minus so horrible, is it just a bad stat or something else, and that's, uh, uh, leave that over here, Joe Phillips says, yeah, I gotta click like on these, Josh. Yes. oh, it went away, it went away. Shit, why am I clicking like it (laughs) myself? Then uh, Joseph Phillips saying, also out of Australia, I thought it was late April Fools, looked it up and let out some Aussie colochism's well done, team. Well done. Just don't rehire Sam. Well done. <laughs> Hang on a damn minute. How is it that we can beat the Warriors but can't beat the Seventy Sixers? I agree. I agree. Bullshit. The Warriors got swept by the war- by the Sixers this year, and the Sixers also almost beat the Warriors twice during the course of the season, but they didn't beat them either time because oh, what a miracle! The Warriors made a comeback. What a freaking surprise. Joe Phillips wraps up this section, well, his part of the section, saying, oh, come on, the reporting for this game is so bloody biased. Golden State lost because Steph missed some shots. No credit for how the Wolves played. This is twice we took them to OT, and we could easily have won the first one if Sam had coached wiser. No one is saying anything, yeah, about the second time we have taken them to OT. Diseased worms, a lot of you, and we will be accepting apologies at the door from the media next season. Yes. Gold star comment. Yeah, absolutely no credit. Oh, well, the Warriors lost. How, how, you know Now Now they've got to win it out to get 73 wins. The Warriors lost. Did the Wolves play the game, or did the Warriors just lose? Did the Warriors just, did they just lose by default? Did they just press the L button, or did somebody beat them in the game? Did somebody earn the victory? You know, yeah, I, 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 I do hate the media. Why do you think I got sick of the Warriors? Because the media is, like, married to them. They're in bed with this effing team. That's why. And I'm getting kind of vulgar. I apologize. Randy Santana, also in Australia, saying, Eat a big, shiny, steaming shit, unnamed team from the Northern California. <laughs> yep, that's a silver star. <laughs> oh. <laughs> eee, visitor posts. Where am I? And it's not loading, is it? Because uh, I just don't know what the hell I'm doing, right? This might get a little bit big. Uh, no, it won't. Where did I leave off? 30th, though. That's not right. This one... Okay, Hank McCoy, staying up the, I saw a lot of posts about this on Flip Nation and stuff too, but yep, it's totally fine that Hank posted it. Hank McCoy out of Sydney, Australia, the the New York of Australia over there. Yes, sir, Courtside Podcast, Hank McCoy, Vince Germano, Sherlock Holmes, and John Watson of Basketball Radio. If you don't listen to the Courtside Podcast, shame on you. Great bleeping show on iTunes, just unbelievable. Great and Show, CRTSDE dot com, courtside podcast, podcast, and of course they have the Facebook page as well. Look them up, look them up, join. He says, "Man, I love this kid." And this is, of course, uh, Zach Levine donates dunk contest winnings to charity. That was ten grand of it. If you know, he says, "Man, I love this kid." Can you trade into Memphis? I need something to get me through this season. LOL. But seriously, such a good thing to hear Zach growing up the right way. Thoughts? Well, yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good thing, and. And what was I saying? What did I talk about that for? Oh, yeah. And about the him growing up part. I said, I'm sure you've heard my catch and shoot stuff on the show. He's really developed a beautiful shot. If we end up drafting Buddy, maybe things will start getting too crowded. Yep, you could go to Memphis. I didn't even talk about the dunk contest thing. And, yes, it's a good thing. And it's, yeah, I mean, I don't get too much into talking about charity stuff because it's kind of like, is it about publicity or is it about charity? You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to be a jerk about it and take the devil, but I play a little bit of devil's advocate sometimes on it. Is it about publicity or is it about the charity? Let's just make it about the charity and stop with the publicity a little bit. That's that's my thing. I That's my only complaint about it, but otherwise, well done. I mean, it's very generous, regardless if, you're, if you have $10 million or... $10,000. You know, I mean it's very generous, you know, that you know, like say if you if like you gave everything, all your 10 grand to the, you know, it's very generous. So, thank you very much. And if you gave 10 grand, that is given more <laughs> if it's all you had, but you get the idea. Um, yes, very generous and very cool. Not everybody would do that. And good good for him. Just uh I hope people can chill with the publicity part of it. Be careful, just be careful there's a fine line from it because there's a lot of good people out there that avoid the publicity part of it and get no credit for it, and that's bullcrap. So, yeah, it's one of those things. Uh, I'd rather avoid the publicity, frankly, but that's just me. Um, though it's good if somebody knows about it so people don't think you're a greedy bastard. Vinny, Vinrock, Vince Germano, of course, the Courtside Podcast and the Showtime and T-Wolf Show, which needs to be revived from the dead again, and it will. He says, great win, and had so many good players if Shabazz doesn't turn out... what? Is, where is it? Great win. Let's start over. And had... Many good players. But if Shabazz does not turn it on today, I don't think you guys would have won. True. Uh, He kept the Wolves in the game during the uh, Warriors uh, surges that kept them ahead in the game. Yeah, extremely, extremely true. Very true, obviously. Vince Germano, obviously, you know, like I always say, the, the Sherlock Holmes and John Watson, always on the case. These guys know their basketball as much as anybody out there. Seriously. Uh, he, he kept us in there. He came, he, we, he came back out of hibernation and played great, and the whole Johnny Flynn Memorial thing, I'm telling you, every time I give somebody a Johnny Flynn Memorial, somehow same way, in the next week, something happens and they blow up, and they're basically a lone wolf candidate, and Shabazz should be a lone wolf candidate, but he's unfortunately third because Wiggins and Towns really carried the team during the week, but, uh, you know, Shabazz should get, uh... <laughs> should it be the first time ever three guys get it? Shabazz will get the, uh... He will get a third copy of the Lone Wolf Award for this week. Shabbos. yeah, pardon me for that. And Joe Phillips also talking about the dunk contest to the deaf. Yeah, were, it was given to a deaf school, and he did sign language and stuff. It's cool that he did that. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's just the publicity stuff. And I'm not sure Zach Levine is really about the publicity. It just happened that way that they gave him the publicity regardless, which, you know, it's going to happen. Good, good, good on you, Zach. Good on you. Very good on you taking your time like that. Especially during the season when he's probably tired as hell and he'd rather be at home like either <laughs> either sipping a hot cocoa, right? Yeah, I'm just kidding. Or playing NBA 2K, which a lot of people do. I'm not into it that much. <laughs> I'm not into it that much. I'd rather play old school retro role-playing games, but that's just me. Whatever, right? He says, can I love Zach any more than I presently do? Yep. This wasn't... This wasn't his manager saying, this will be good for your image. This was him uh, as an individual from his heart. Congrats to what some of the big earners of the NBA buy with their money. Yep. Uh, contrast to what some of them buy with their money. Yeah, I mean, well, he he bought a pretty expensive car, huh? so <laughs> I don't know. I wish he wouldn't post that stuff. You know, it's not necessary. That's the stuff I didn't like. That's kind of probably why I'm a little bit moody on the issue, but that's just me. This is good. Good job. And you know, again, good on you, Zach, for, for that. I'm not trying to be too much of a jerk. I'm just being careful at the devil's advocate thing. 10A Brown wraps up Facebook saying, here's a cool video on Cat that I thought I'd share with everyone. And that's really cool. The best three-name player since Kareem. It is pretty amazing and a great video. Do check it out over there on the Facebook page, lad. Okay, sorry. Don't even know what brought that along. I just got goofy here. Okay, let's get to the Twitter. At Wolves Explosion, at Wolves Explosion. Pretty much all of it's during that stinking Warriors game, but wonderful Warriors game, not stinking. Don't know where we go. Mm, Tenay did a win for Flip. Yep, that was uh, during the Warriors game. And I gave that a tweet. uh, Retweet. Where? Oh, boy. A lot of stuff. Not too much. Tenay Brown starting things out. At Tenay, Wilson Bro on there. He says, that's not basketball. Some of the BS soft calls Curry gets. Then one on Rubio was nothing. Yeah, that's the one thing. other thing I don't like about the Warriors during the course of that game, was the fact that... See, I didn't even get into that. It was the fact that, like, the they'll the maul, grab guys on the Wolves, no call is made, and then they get... Instead, they get a steal, fast break, three, or layup, dunk, whatever the hell it is. And then you barely... There's just, like, an equal... Like, an equal contact type of play. And this is against the Celtics, same exact thing. And there's no... And, and there's a foul called right away. It's, it, it is BS. I agree. They get every freaking call. James Jimmy by Tendorp, <laughs> had to teach me here. How good is Curry? You must love watching him. And I'm like, I'm tired of Steph Curry. Uh, uh, he's just teasing me, though. He, he liked that. Uh, Tanay saying, "There's been multiple times that we've been hacked, and they don't call anything either. It's okay if it goes both ways, and it would be okay." Tanay says, "Surprised they didn't call and and one there on Curry on the Curry three. Let that step back from love the step back from Wiggins though." James was LOLing because he, he got me there and that one. Tonight's thing, we need the silent assassin to do some damage, and he did. The silent assassin, that being Andrew Wiggins, the silent assassin. You heard it here first at Timberwolves Explosion. That's his nickname from Timberwolves Explosion. If I knew how to make shirts sure, or I knew somebody to make shirts, sure, so I would make him Timberwolves Explosion uh, brand. <laughs> silent assassin Andrew Wiggins and Carl the igniter towns Carl the igniter towns it's been used before in Paul Molitor but it's been over 20 years pretty much for that guy so Carl the igniter towns he is the igniter he's the Paul Molitor of the, of the Timberwolves in that, in that sense he ignites rallies he does Andrew is the silent assassin uh, and Tanay said, Carl Anthony Towns defense on Curry was amazing, and yes, it was, drawing him into an air ball and a turnover. Ultimately, Tanay Brown wrapping up Twitter, well, not wrapping it up yet. He says, after a few really poor games from the Wolves, this one is that much sweeter without a doubt. and yep, there's the win for Flip, and that's it. And then it's mostly retweets and such, and thank you, Tanay and Vince Germano for retweeting uh, when I post new shows, you know, that new shows are out for Timberwolves Explosion on Twitter. Thank you guys so much. And God bless you very much. Those of you out there that do love the show that have not written a review for uh, on, on iTunes or Stitcher yet, please do if you can. Please take the time to write a review for Timberwolves Explosion. And if you don't have time, that's, that's okay. It's up to you. But if you do, if you're willing to, to do that, it only takes a couple minutes if you can. It would be greatly appreciated. Thank you so very much. I could use the could use the good ratings on there. It only helps to uh, keep Timberwolves Explosion above the weeds that have been growing around rules explosion the weeds the other podcasts that pop up you you know because there's like a bajillion podcasts out there now which is not not a good thing not a good thing no unfortunately (laughs) so uh i want to thank you all for your listenership very thank you very very much uh do call into the phone line if you can if you're from the united states and such 209-736-7877 209-736-7877 it is a voicemail do treat it as such. Mention what you're calling into, which is Timberwolves Explosion. Also, another way to get an audio submission in is what uh, Tanae Brown did a few shows back. I kind of missed him. I thought he was going to do it more often. Maybe he's just too busy or didn't feel like it. or I don't know. But with, very welcome to do it again, today. I mean, you can do it all the time if you like. And, and I do want Tanae on the show at, at some point, one of these days. I'm just too busy, too lazy. Too busy and then too lazy. You know what I mean? It's like a combination of both. Like when you've been working a lot, you get home, you just want to relax. You know, because doing a show with somebody else, you got to set stuff up, you know, that type of thing, set up at the right time, and it's tough with my wife's conflicting schedule and mine. and well, you know, the other party, Tanae, or Vince, or whoever to do, or Sebastian Balls and, and Purple Mafia to do a show, or Dylan Richardson, Tim, you know, all those guys, it's, God, I love having people on, but it's, you know, it's hard, and you got to take a little extra time, that type of thing, so it, it's a combination of things, but. We'll have them on someday. But for the audio submission, very easy to do. Use your smartphone. Free voice recorders on an, are on every smartphone. Pretty much known demand. Just, uh, it's lazily like doing a phone call. Turn on the voice recorder and go. I'm calling in for Timberwolves Explorer. I, or, hey, Joey, this, this, this. Steph Curry's the best player ever. What are you talking Okay, Okay, try, try to avoid that part, but... Uh, talk about the wolves and such. Do what you do. Keep it to a minute or two. You could go up to two. I, I can definitely live with that, especially if it's not just repetitious ramble, which Tane did not do. Tane was fantastic. That guy, you can tell, absolutely has show potential. Uh, he could absolutely be on this show and. He sounded like he's been doing. He sounded like he's been podcasting for five years already. That's what he sounded like. I'm, I'm going to be quite honest with you. I'm not overrating him just because just because I just 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 because I like Tanae. <laughs> he, he was outstanding. I mean, he might be better than me. Shoot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he was he was awesome. That's all I got to say about that. And you know, it just is what it is. Thank you guys so much for your listenership, your loyalty, and I love this show so much. This is a longin a bit, but a lot of fun things to talk about. And then next show, we'll kind of rattle up the regular season, preview the postseason. Lawn cleanups are starting very, very soon. Any second now, pretty much. So if there's a delay, that's why. If there's a delay on releases of the next show, that is why, ladies and gentlemen. But hopefully I can get these out still. They'll probably be shorter for a while, though, from here on out. I don't know if we'll be getting to an hour anymore, depending on if there's any type of dramatic stuff going on. But I doubt it. Maybe the next hour show will be a state of the world much later, circa June, July-ish around the draft. So thanks again so much. We'll be back hopefully sooner than later anyway.